Good morning and welcome to the live exchange where we exchange compelling dialogue around politics and intellect every Thursday from 11 to 1. I'm Dr. Pamela and today we are going to explore the art of love and intimacy. Oh, the names we have for our favorite natural activity. We've got sex, making love, making whoopee. I don't even know if we say that anymore. (laughs) Getting it on, bumping and grinding on. As natural as this act can be, it is still a taboo topic for many. Some cultures tackle it head on and even provide training for adolescents emerging into adulthoods and others don't speak of it at all. Do we do a disservice by overemphasizing it or not speaking of it at all? Today, we'll be looking at the art of love and intimacy. Now, I do realize that sex does not always involve love, but today we are going to be discussing love, self-love, love between partners, and how that love can manifest into fearless, shameless, and powerful intimacy. Join me today. Joining me today are two experts on the topic, Ms. Tori Lynn, author of Taboo. She's here to discuss how the view of sex in the church has caused even married couples to have repressive sexual experiences. And Ms. Kiavana Tantra, who will be joining us on the phone. She's the founder of the Corazon Yoga Studio and is joining us on the phone to educate us about the age-old practice of tantric sex. Between these two amazing guests, we have much to learn today and should walk away refreshed, liberated, and ready to experience greater levels of love and intimacy. I hope you're ready. As always, we've got some trending topics to discuss, research to dish, and of course, my weekly balance challenge. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the live exchange. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within? Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to... Ta-da! Twinsies! 
<laughs> I kind of love it. <laughs> As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just it drives you, compels you. You can not ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. Rocketsports-one.com. Major Key Alert. Life is like school. You will be tested. So pass it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchool.com. Brought to you by GetSchooled and the Ad Council. My savings are gone. Okay, where were they last? Here, right before I spent them on that vacation to Aruba. Weird. Not weird. Not saving now means no money later. For free ways to save, go to FeedThePig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Listen, as a hiring manager, I've got to tell you, the best job candidate isn't always the typical candidate. Sometimes they're a grad of life meet the grads of life young adults of unique determination and experience an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position internship or mentorship they might not have every qualification you typically look for but they're exactly who your company needs sometimes the best candidates aren't the ones you're used to go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find cultivate and train this great pool of untapped talent brought to you by the ad council and gradsoflife.org Major key alert. Don't ever play yourself. The key is to make it. So make it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchooled.com. Brought to you by GetSchooled and the Ad Council. George, y'all need anything else? All right. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And um, today we are talking about the art of love and intimacy. And I have joining me here... Tori Lynn, author of several books, Taboo, Divorce, and you have a forthcoming book called The Battle. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to hear about these books. Now, I um, have checked out Taboo. I have, I'm just seeing Divorce here for the first time. And then The Battle. Is this a series? Do they kind of go together? No. no. No, they don't. Okay. The Divorce was the first book. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. <laughs> I know. I jumped right in. But um, <laughs> but The Divorce is in the autobiography about what I was going through in my divorce. Okay. And what happened is... Um, while I was going through the divorce, my mom's an author as well. My sister is. My two daughters are authors as well. Okay. But my uh, my mom was writing her story called The Black Woman's Attitude, The Man Who Wants to Love Us. And in, mm -hmm. in that, she gave me, uh, she put a, a little bit of my story in it as well. Okay. But I just thought, you know what? I want to tell my story, period. And yes. and And... I started going on Facebook and, and, you know, just social media. And I would be venting while I'm going through the divorce. Mm -hmm. And I was venting. I was going through postpartum depression. So that was my that was my outlet. And um, and I was amazed at how many people were either suffering in silence or they were just um, they were relatable. And, all, and the men were chiming in and they were, you know, weekly ready to discuss it. Mm. And uh, so I just thought, you know what, I better go ahead and do this. And so that's what made me write it. Wow, wow, I love that. And are you a writer in general, or is this something that just compelled you to delve into? Writing? It was more compelled, yeah, because I, yeah. I don't even like to read. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my stuff on audio so I can listen to it, yeah. but, you know, like that, that um, I think is probably dyslexic or something like that, because I'll write it, but after that, like, I have to have somebody else to read it, because I won't go back and read it. Okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> but, um, 
But yeah, so but yeah, I was more compelled to do it, especially like I said, after so many people were going through the same thing, right. or was like, man, you know, my girlfriend left me, and do you think blah blah blah? And I was like, you know what, this is this is not about you. She's trying to get your attention, yeah. you know. Mm. So, oh wow, that's what. Yeah, I just I just went in, and I and I was very raw, very raw and transparent, okay. yeah. uh, transparent mm-hmm. about it. So. Okay, wow, I love that, and you know, and I I did this, I did a similar thing, I did it. After the divorce, and and mine is called Letters to the Brokenhearted, and I talk about how to move forward after that process. So it would be interesting to go in here and see what happened during the process, you know? (sighs) Yeah. Wow. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare, (laughs) my gosh. So so in the spirit of doing a proper introduction, would you mind telling us about who you are and kind of what led you to this point? I mean, you kind of gave us a little bit of that, but who are you, Tori Lynn? (laughs) Let's see here. I'm right now... Right now, I'm reinventing myself. Okay. Because I've been here in Atlanta for a year, a little bit over a year and a half, and it has not been easy. Okay. I have to say, it has not been easy uh, because I'm a single mother, and I don't have family here and stuff like that. So you know, it's just been it's it's been a it's been a bit much. Um. So right now, I'm, I'm reinventing myself. I'm trying to figure out like who is Tori? What do you, right. you know? Um. How far out from the divorce are you? This is three years old. Three years. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because that makes a difference in. in oh, as far as how long have I been divorced? Yes. Oh, I've been divorced 2010. Okay. Seven yeah. years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you Me know too. what? Same Some here. things that happened after, you know, the emotional part that goes on after the divorce, mm-hmm. you know, like the shame and the, oh, yeah. you know, everything you go through, that. the mental stuff. And then I had just had another baby. So I was in postpartum depression. Oh, gosh. My mother had just kind of had a, I mean, all of this seemed like it happened in the same year or within a year of each other. Postpartum depression, just had another baby because we got together again and oh. hey, just enough time to make another baby. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so sex wasn't our problem. Doesn't take long. Yeah, <laughs> our problem, that, that, that was not our issue. Um, and so that was the thing. And my mom turned around and got a, a brain tumor. Oh, no. Um, I had lost my house in, in, in Mansfield. Then I lost the house that I was staying in. It was just a nightmare. It was like a ripple effect that was just, I lost everything. Wow. So it was like a mental breakdown I was going through. Wow. Wow. And And how did you get through that? it was not so it was not quick yeah now i have to say that my faith was probably the thing that kept me alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my not probably but and my two my the mother and me right those are the two things that really kept me alive because at some point you know you just man if i could just take these antidepressant pills and just not wake up yeah because it seemed so peaceful mm-hmm. so that's what i was going through and i was just like you know but um you know how how the enemy, how uh, um, God is. He gets this. He has a sense of humor. And my pastor called me. He said, "You know what happened to people when they kill themselves?" And I was like, "No, they go to hell." And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> so I was like, "But you know, wouldn't God understand?" He said, "No, because He said thou shalt not kill. Right. And if you kill yourself, you can't go back and repent." <sighs> I thought, "Well, I don't want to go to hell." Yeah. You know, I didn't think it was going to happen like that. So anyway, like I said, God just has a sense of humor. The way He deals with us and the way He right. deals with me. And um. So that's that's another thing, but I, like I still can relate to people that think that that's their only way out. That right. They're just like I don't know what else to do. Well, you know, and I, and I had a conversation um, with my son at one point where he was having a really hard time, mm-hmm. and you know, and our, a few kids at his school had committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And I know there's actually a um, a ripple effect when that happens, um, particularly with youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was telling him, you know. Just in case you're ever thinking about it, mm-hmm. you know, you don't always, and this is gory, but you don't always die in the attempt. Right, right. You right. know, you can cause permanent damage. Mm-hmm. You you know, you may end up with a life you really, really 
have a hard time mm-hmm. living because now you're dependent on everybody, you know. Right. And so, um, it, I don't even know why I brought that. It just brought that to mind that yeah. you know that there's no guarantees even in that attempt in in the lowest parts of your depression, you know. So. Yeah. So I'm glad that he was able to turn you away yeah, from, you know. But like I say, God deals with me with a sense of humor because I yeah. have a sense of humor. Yeah. So okay. when he's like, so my pastor called me, you know, people, they go to hell. And it was just so funny because uh-huh. when he said it, I was like, oh, well, well, I didn't know it was going to happen like that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I thought I was just going to sleep and not wake up. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Something to think about. Something definitely to think about. So what is it that you are, are doing now? I saw on your website you have a lot of, um, that you've been doing speaking and and that kind of thing. Um, is that what you're you're doing with your books now? Yes, okay. that is the desire of my heart is to just go back to speaking because okay. I had stopped for a minute. Okay, um, got it. And that's I, I love it. It's like a high. You yeah. like people get high off of this or yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I get a high off speaking. Yes, me too. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like okay, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to get it back into. Yes. Um. So that's 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 what I'm I'm, I'm currently pursuing now so okay. i'm good getting some booking so that's fine that's awesome that is a blessing uh but yeah that's just i love it i love it that's it's just great. like a i know i i know <laughs> <laughs> all right well stay with us we'll be right back with uh trending topics hi i'm viola davis did you know that one in five kids in america struggle with hunger growing up i was one of those kids But we can solve this. When we make breakfast happen for kids in our neighborhood, we have the power to end childhood hunger, create bigger, brighter school days, and healthier minds and bodies. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice. We're hungry for more. A message from the Albertsons Companies Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation. Our freedom and security are made possible through the service and sacrifice of our military and first responders. The Gary Sinise Foundation provides many outreach programs supporting these brave men and women. Join us. Donate at GarySiniseFoundation.org. Marie Callender's knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all-white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie. But Marie Callender's does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special. Sit down and save her. Marie Callender's. It's time to save I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Radio to Atlanta. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. Okay, so what's trending this week? Well, um, you know, we always have um, politics trending. It's, you know... Uh, but it, it's it's not always fun politics. I don't know if politics ever is fun. But this week, um, 45, we know who 45 is. He's now threatening North Korea um, that the U.S. would come with fire and fury. 
if they continue to threaten us. Um, North Korea returned with uh, threatening to bomb Guam, which is a U.S. territory, for those of you who don't know. Um, and then, you know, these two just, they, they're going at it, in my opinion, um, like two kids just arguing over who's going to be the class president. No, I'm bigger. I'm bigger. I'm bigger. You know, and it's like, come on, y'all. These are human lives we're talking about. This is not a game. This is life. Yeah. Um, there are people in Guam, and from what I've heard, um, once that, you know, if, if, if something gets um, sent that way, there's 30 minutes to prepare, and then by the time the citizens get to know what's going on, they have 12 minutes. So it's it's you know it's not a game y'all this is something that you know these are these are people's lives we're playing with so I don't know um you know and I've heard um some people um talk about and I wish I knew his name I don't know his name offhand I was watching um TV and he's um he's a diplomat and his whole thing is we need to be we need a diplomatic solution to this we we don't need to be um talking about fire and fury that's that's not the answer um a lot of people are fearing World War Three is 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 coming because of this. And, um, you know, I've decided I, I'm just going to enjoy every single day and every mm-hmm. single minute um, because I cannot walk around in fear. In fear. I refuse. Um, I just do hope and pray that either these leaders get it together or somebody gets them together. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Procter, Procter and Gamble released a video and it didn't just happen. Um, I don't know if you've seen the video, The Talk. Um, and mm-hmm. the talk is, yes, yes, where black parents are talking to their kids about the different forms of oppression that they may encounter growing up. In fact, there is an actual, there is an actual name for this. And this is um, in the research. Um, it's called, um, it's called um, racial socialization. And racial socialization is that whole idea that we understand how we are perceived in this particular society as a race and we know that in some time in some ways it's negative and in some ways it's life-threatening so we are going to do what we have to do to prepare our children um, to, to deal with these kinds of encounters so this commercial beautifully depicts the conversations that black parents have with their children well there have been a lot of people who are not black who are quite offended by the mm-hmm. commercial and call it racist and um, and and basically perceive it as an exaggeration of what is real. I'll have you know, <laughs> this is quite real. These are conversations that we truly do yes. have with our children, um, and this is for our children's survival. This is because we want our children to know how to navigate a society that shuns them in many ways. Um, And so it it blows my mind that such a beautifully crafted commercial would come with so much backlash. I shouldn't be surprised, but I have to say that I am (laughs) surprised. Um, So that's one thing. And I would love to hear you all chime in on what your thoughts were about the talk, because I thought it was a pretty profound um, commercial. Um, Jordan Peele's Get Out is by far, is so far, the most profitable movie of 2017. Loved the movie. Yes. This social thriller earned a 630% return on its $4.5 million filming and production budget. Woo! And um, it brought in a whopping $252 million worldwide. So um, it's interesting, isn't it ironic, that this movie is also about racism? Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, and I wonder if people knew going into it what they were getting themselves mm-hmm. into. 
<laughs> but it was such a good movie. It was great, you know. So um, for all those people who say black people can't make good, profitable films in Hollywood, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It happens. Here's an example. Um, in not so other new news, Colin uh, Colin Kaepernick is still being blackballed from playing in the NFL. Um, there is a lot of um, controversy around it. We have a lot of people saying, "Well, you know, he should have just sat down and not done anything," and others are saying he had every right to stand up. Um, and I've, you know, it's very interesting because um, I'm hearing many say, you know, he's never going to play in the NFL again. It's over. It's over. Um, and others like Spike Lee is um, leading a protest against the NFL to to stand up for Colin mm-hmm. um, in this matter. So that is that protest is supposed to happen or that rally um, is supposed to happen on April 23rd, 2017 at the NFL headquarters in New York City. So um, if anybody's there, anybody's interested, um, definitely check that out. And I have a question for you all. You know, should people protest the NFL due to not signing Kaepernick? Should players be more supportive? Should black players be more supportive of Kaepernick by speaking out and protesting themselves? And I've heard a lot of people say, you know what, if the players protested, this would get somewhere. Everybody else protesting, um, particularly if it's only black people protesting, it's not a large enough constituent to, to make a difference. Um, this is uh, arguments, I'm, I'm reiterating arguments I've heard on Facebook, uh, but that if the players stepped in mm-hmm. on this, that it would really have an impact. Uh, we've seen it with baseball. You know, they all went on strike because they didn't get paid enough. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be interesting to see what would happen if, if the players went. Now, for those of you who love football, don't get on me, you know, if there's some issue with the football season and people aren't playing. I didn't advocate for it. I'm just telling you the news. Although I do fully support Colin Kaepernick in his um, in willing to stand up for himself. Yes. And I fully support all of the efforts that, that support him. So, um, so I guess I am kind of calling for it. <laughs> so those are your trending topics. I would love, again, to hear you chime in on your thoughts about the um, uh, Get Out and what your thoughts were on that film. Um, I hear Adante Jordan. Um, he's saying, money talks, hit the NFL in the pockets. Um yeah, I mean, that's what's going to make the difference. But it really works when it's a unified front. Um, if it's one people, sprinkling of people here and there, um, the most they will do is make a mockery out of us and um, and move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. So um, unified front is absolutely essential here. So getting into today's topic, um, I, I really wanted to start off with um, this piece that was written. Um, it was written by Sophie Bashard. Now, the only reason why I know this person of this person is because you know how things come through your social media poems, memes, and this one just so happened to have her name on it, which I'm grateful for. A lot of it is anonymous. So I looked her up and she really talks about the whole idea of being an awakened woman. And I absolutely love it because I feel like it falls right into place with your sexuality and your ability to have great intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to read this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it says, um, and her name again, if I didn't say it, is Sophie Bashard. If you choose to love an awakened woman, understand that you are entering into new, radical, and a challenging territory. If you choose to love an awakened woman, you cannot s- stay asleep. If you choose to love an awakened woman, every part of your soul will be aroused, not just your sexual organs or even your heart. And then I'll skip to this part. 
She will see you like you've never been seen before. She will trust you. She will appreciate you. She will acknowledge your efforts to make her happy. She will value every good that you do and every good that you are. She will not run from your darkness because your darkness does not scare her. She will embrace, kiss, caress, and love you back to life. She will speak words that your soul understands. She will not punish you for your mistakes. It is a monumental risk to love an awakened woman because there is suddenly no place to hide. She sees everything. Therefore, she can love you with a depth and a presence that your heart and body have yearned for so hard, so long, so fiercely, that you wonder whether you have actually been alive for all of the time that she has been away. Loving a woman like this is a choice you make to start living with your soul on fire. Your life will never be the same again once you've invited her energy in. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to pick your brain about this a little bit, and we're going to talk about what it means to be an awakened woman and what it means to me to be an awakened person, because this can apply to having an awakened man as well in your life. So we're going to talk about that. Are you guys awake? I hope you're awake. (laughs) We'll be right back. People are always looking to invest in a good opportunity. So what if you could invest in the future of kids, like a stock? Not the kind of stock that's about making money, but a stock for social change called Better Futures. With your investment, it helps students like me go to college. My name is Charles, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I am an American soldier. I'm a warrior and a member of a team. I serve the people of the United States and live the Army values. I will always this first. I will never accept defeat. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. I am disciplined. I am disciplined. Physically and mentally tough. Trained and proficient in my warrior task and drill. I always maintain my arms, my equipment, and myself. I'm an expert, and I'm a professional. I stand ready to deploy, engage, and destroy the The enemies of the United States of America in close combat. I am a guardian of freedom and the American way of life. I am an American soldier. I am an American soldier. I am an American soldier. They're strong, and there's Army strong. See what it takes at GoArmy.com. Leaders aren't born they're made and not just anywhere they're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the academy of creative coaching the academy of creative coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching spiritual coaching relationship coaching executive coaching life coaching and cultural competency coaching courses are online hybrid or face-to-face the academy of creative coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. There's a power you have within you unlike any other. 
You can't explain it. It's just, just there. there. It drives you, compels you. You can not ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. Rocketsports-one.com. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hey, this is John Legend. Hey, what's happening, Master King's people? Oh, this is Jeremiah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? You gotta be. Station, station. Network. Okay, welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. And um, we're talking about the art of love and intimacy. And I just read a really amazing piece by Sophie Bashard about... Um, choosing to love and um, uh, an awakened woman. Um, and again, I apply this to choosing to love an awakened man. Um, I think you know this. This when you love when you choose to love an awakened person, it is powerful and it's life changing and it's challenging um, and it's all encompassing and it's all of those things. Um, but it is so worth it. So I pose this question to you: Do you agree or disagree? with this notion of what it means to be an awakened woman and what does having an awakened partner mean to you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I know that's a lot. <laughs> okay. Let's see which one. Um, the awakened woman, I think she, first of all, was eloquent. okay. The thing, especially when she said about, um, when you have her, it's almost, she's, she's saying the awakened woman is a trophy mm-hmm. to the man. And so, I, I totally 100% agree with her because she's saying that basically not only just stay woke, but also be in tuned, mm-hmm. you know, be in tune, be, you know, know who she is, be in tune with her body, be in tune with her, her cycle, yeah. you know, not just menstrual. I'm talking right. about her cycle. Yes. So, you know, I, I think that, that, uh, she's 100% correct by staying woke, you know, mm-hmm. because we're constantly changing that's yeah. just part of a woman yes you know but he can't take it personal when she when she shift gears he has to stay woke be like okay be in, be in line you got to stay you're gonna have to go ahead 
just like on the motorcycles, like you know, when you when let's go this way, we're gonna have to go together because if right. you're this way and that way, we might. You know, somebody might fall out. Right, so right. So I, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I love um, the part that said that, you know, you actually won't be able to sleep if you're with an awakened woman. Like, it, it just doesn't, you, you can't sleep because mm-hmm. she's going to be like, are you... Are you you, you know. paying attention? And yes, you're paying attention. <laughs> and, and I'm not talking in the literal sense. I, li- I mean, you know, just in terms of with life, mm-hmm. you know, with things that happen in in, um, in every way, mm-hmm. just being an awake. She will challenge you to become an awakened person yourself. So, um, so yeah, I, I, very interesting stuff. Um, we are now going to go into a little bit of the science and the research. In the interest of science. 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 Okay, so we are talking about shame resilience theory, and I love Brene Brown. Dr. Brene Brown is the one who um, came up with this, and um, the reason why I want to talk about shame resilience theory is because your book, Taboo, addresses sex as, um, you know, being kind of a taboo topic that we need to kind of get over, but the reason why it's a taboo topic is because there's a lot of shame when it comes to the topic of sex. So um, I want to make sure that we um, can first look at that shame and address the shame and eliminate the shame so that we can get to, um, you know, higher levels of intimacy. So according to Brene Brown, um, and she happens to be one of my rock star researchers, by the way, (laughs) um, shame by definition is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of acceptance and belonging. Women often experience shame when they are entangled in a web of layered, conflicting, and competing social community expectations. Shame creates feelings of fear, blame, and disconnect. Um, Now, there's a profound difference between shame and guilt. Um, I believe, well, Brene believes, I'm reading literally what she (laughs) said, (laughs) Um, that guilt is adaptive and helpful. So, um, you know, it's holding something we've done or failed to do up against our values um, of feeling psychological discomfort. So I feel guilty because I said I was going to do this for this person and I didn't follow through. That's guilt. It helps you learn from the experience and bounce back. You're attributing it to the act and not to who you are. Shame says, I didn't do what I said I'm going to do. I'm a rotten person and Mm -hmm. I don't deserve to live, you mm-hmm. know. So there is a profound difference because the difference is you can correct the action. Um, when it is, you, when you are ashamed of, of yourself, um, it's deeper. It, it's a lot deeper. So Brene Brown offers four elements of shame resilience. So shame resilience basically means here's how I'm going to get over the shame. I'm not going to let shame be a master in my life. And the four ways that she says that that can happen is, number one, recognizing shame and understanding our triggers. So if we have physical responses like our heart is racing or we have tightness in our chest, that is possibly a trigger to something that can lead to shame. So if we can recognize shame and and the triggers, um, and if you think about it, and I'll have you guys think about it as well, what are some things that trigger um, anxiety that can possibly at some point lead to shame? For some people, it's, um, you know, speaking engagements. They don't like standing in front of people, and if they say the wrong thing, they kick themselves for the whole rest of the day because of it. It's not a guilt thing. It's actually a shame thing um, in that case. Um, practicing critical awareness is number two. Knowing why something exists, knowing why you're you're feeling this, this these feelings. So, 
be, you know, a critique why you're thinking the way you're thinking. Become aware of that. Um, number three, reaching out and telling our story. So being willing to to own our stories, as you have done, um, it really kind of um, stands in the face of shame. It says, I'm not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. This is who I am, and I'm proud of who I am. Um, and then number four, speaking shame is so important as its survival depends on going undetected. So through secrecy and silence, that's how shame lives. When we keep things under wraps, um, and, and the example that comes to mind is is with sexual abuse. We keep that under wraps, and it perpetuates shame. So when we speak our shame, when we're willing to speak out on the things that we've been told to keep a secret, it liberates us mm-hmm. away from um, a life of shame. So... Um, and then just some common reactions to shame. Um, Brene found that pe- when people don't recognize their shame um, and the reactions to the message that trigger shame, we put up our screens, you know, so it's a dis- defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And we do three things. We either move against shame by trying to gain control or power over others and being aggressive over others. Um, we move away from shame by withdrawing and hiding from others and keeping secrets. Um, or we move towards shame by seeking approval and belonging. Um, by recognizing our shame screens, we can make alternative choices um, and, and do other things instead of these three activities. The moving towards shame by seeking approval basically means I'm going to do whatever I can for people to like me. So n- the three are, are unhealthy, and if you can embody these four elements of shame resilience, recognizing the shame, practicing critical awareness, reaching out and telling our story, and speaking shame, um, those things are so important. So that is our research for the first hour. Um, and um, you're going to love the research for the second hour. So stay tuned for that as well. So um, with regards to, um, and we're going to delve into some more specifics about your book, Taboo. Um, but with regards to the element of shame, have you had conversations with people who have talked about shame as it pertains to their sexuality? Is that something that's ever come up? Yeah, especially um, big bone, big boned women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 206 pounds, so I don't know if you came across the. I think it was the first or the second chapter where it talked about, you know, what is your sexy? Mm-hmm. What yes. is your sexy? Yes. So because everybody has that sexy, mm-hmm. you had either you it's your, you know, your big legs or your or your the calf muscles yeah. or <laughs> your cheekbones, your slanted eyes. You know, we all have our sexy, so we have to accentuate that. Mm. You know. Be proud of that part. I if love it, it. if it, if you have big boobs, you know I just got mine with a weight gain. You know, so I'm like, man, what's going to happen when I lose the weight? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, you know, it's just. But we all have that sexy, mm-hmm. and so let's go ahead and focus on the positive, which is what is what your sexy is. Right. Or even when I'm out speaking, and I'm speaking to, especially when I'm speaking to a group full of women, a room full of women, and I say, hey, what is your sexy? If she cannot find her own mm. sexy, I have her neighbor turn to her and I say, okay. It. This is what your sexy is. I love your eyes. or I love your eyebrows. Wow. Or, you know that. Because if she, sometimes we can't find it ourselves. Sometimes if we've gone through so much in life and we just cannot, you know, like we kind of lost ourselves. Mm-hmm. Then it sometimes it does take another person to remind us who we are, what we look like. Or, Absolutely. man, you have gorgeous hair. Or you have gorgeous skin or something right. like that. You know, just to kind of give that little oomph. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and then after a while, we have to go back and see the more we heal, then we can go back and see, yeah, you know what? I do have, you know, cute lips. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. so whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's, um, 
you know, instead of being ashamed of, oh, I've gained so much weight after the baby. Or, right. You know, I know my, my weight came and I was ashamed at first, but my weight gain came with stress. Mm, mm-hmm. It came with stress. Yeah. And um, so I had to come up with it. Okay, now I'm like a 14, 16. I wear a size 14, 16. I never think I would ever be this big. I wasn't this big when I was pregnant twice. Mm-hmm. So, but instead of being ashamed, now I'm saying, okay, own it. It's okay, you know, mm-hmm. still accentuate whatever's sexy about me right. <laughs> while I'm trying to come back and, you know, then, you know, try to stop stressing. Yeah. That way I can lose fix. the weight back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fix what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And then for those of you who are not able to see the video, she's got plenty of sexy all over. <laughs> Very <laughs> <too>. sexy woman. <laughs> so, um, you know, and but but I love that because a lot of times... If we don't see it in ourselves, like you said, asking the woman next to her to affirm that for her can be so powerfully life-changing. And we need it as black women. We need to build each other up, period. Absolutely. I love it. That's beautiful. All right. Stay with us. We'll be right back on The Live Exchange. Calendars knows that you may not have time to roll out dough for a perfectly flaky crust that's made from scratch. Or enough time to mix vegetables with all-white meat chicken and a homemade gravy. She knows you may not have a moment to crimp the edges of your favorite chicken pot pie. But Marie Calendars does. And when she's done, all you need to do is find time to grab someone special. Sit down and savor. Marie Calendars, it's time to save. One in seven Americans will struggle with addiction during their lifetime. Want to know how you can help? Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to help turn addiction around. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Our freedom and security are made possible through the service and sacrifice of our military and first responders. The Gary Sinise Foundation provides many outreach programs supporting these brave men and women. Join us. Donate at GarySiniseFoundation.org. your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. All right, welcome back. The la, uh, the, the <laughs> what are we calling this? The Balance Challenge. The Balance Challenge is brought to you by BBLA Cosmetics. Uh, BBLA stands for Breathe Beauty LA and they are responsible for the look on my face today. Very happy with BBLA. <laughs> so this week's Balance Challenge um, is based on an article about tantric sex and how to um, be a little bit more, how to expand your horizons a little bit. Um, and so there's a bit of, uh, there's an article here on SheKnows.com and it talks about um, just some basics about tantric sex. And and what it is is really, um, it, for those of you who are not here, because our, our guest hasn't called in yet, so I'll give you a brief <clears throat> overview of what it is. And that is um, really kind of, um, it's an ancient tradition of really folding meditation, yoga practices um, into the sexual experience. And so for 
ways to incorporate that into your bedroom this week. Number one, (laughs) focus on your breathing and your partner's reaction to touch. So you're not focusing on the end result and all of the, the great parts of the sexual experience. Right now, focus on, not right now, I want you to listen to the show right now, but, you know, focus on your breathing and your partner's reaction to touch. Narrow in on just that. And um, it's fairly com- common for people to check out during sex, to do things by rote and without a whole lot of reflection. So this will allow you to pay attention to what you're experiencing in your body. Number two, give and receive with kisses. So people tend to interact sexually based on a set of tactic, tacit understandings. So basically I'll do, do for you for a while and then you can do for me. And then if we're lucky, we'll both have a good experience. <laughs> Well, this encourages people to separate giving and receiving in a very very methodical way. So, for example, it's great to experiment with giving and receiving kisses. Take a couple of minutes and allow your partner to kiss you and explore your mouth with his tongue. Then reverse roles. When you're kissing, see how fully you can give yourself over to the active role without thinking about what you're going to receive in return. Um, when When you are receiving, surrender to the experience completely. So that's number two. Number three, take 60 seconds. Seconds. No, 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 no. Minutes. So it's going to take some patience, y'all. Take 60 minutes and give each other a massage, but no sex. Ooh. Yes. Give each other, and I'm not just talking about any kind of massage. I'm talking about a sensual massage. Give each other a massage, but no sex. So what it says here is set aside an hour or so to give and receive full body massages. Um... When I say full body, I mean full body. Um, With no sex? With no sex. Do this on different days. Um, As with the kissing exercise, the role of the giver is to give fully as possible, and the role of the receiver is to receive um, as fully as possible. So what this is, um, it's it's an exercise of uh, intimacy. Um, Taking this activity out of the realm of foreplay and keeping the roles clearly defined may help you discover new sources of pleasure, and may also give you new insights to the way you interact with your partner, both in and out of bed. So it allows you to take it away from, you know, sex and learn more about your 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 pleasure points and what it is you enjoy and what it is you like um, without focusing on, okay, we're going to do this so that we can get to the part of penetration. So this allows you to just take your time. It may, you know, be a little difficult yeah. But for 60 minutes, after the 60 minutes, you guys can engage. But this is saying just do the 60 minutes. You're saying 60 minutes, not 60 seconds. 60 minutes. <laughs> 60 minutes. And then number four, break a taboo just by just talking about sex. Um, a lot of people just don't talk about sex. They The couple, you know, couples, they they have sex, but they don't talk about it. So mm. break a taboo by willing, being willing to just have the conversation about what the two of you enjoy, about what the two of you might want to try. Um, let's see. Uh, let me make sure I got all of them. Okay, I got all four. So, so those are the things that you can do to um, inc- incorporate some tantric sex um, traditions or practices um, into what you do. And what it does is it, it increases that level of intimacy. It increases that bond. It allows you to explore each other um, without um, worrying about what you're going to get out of it. It allows you to be selfless. Um, and so that by the time you do get to the intercourse part, um, you've built up to to that point. So um, 
What are your thoughts about it? So that's your challenge this week, by the way. Um, pick one. And even if you're celibate, <laughs> I'll say choose number four then. Choose number four is by, you know, talking about sex, having the conversation, um, you know, with one of your best friends, somebody. Be willing to engage in that conversation. So my challenge for you this week is to break out of the norm and try something different. Pick one of those four. We'll be right back. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Battery's about to die. <laughs> Welcome back to the live exchange. Okay, we are talking about the art of love and intimacy. So I gave you some tips about how to rise to higher levels of intimacy in the balance challenge. Um, Tori Lynn's over here like 60 minutes, 60 minute massage, no sex. 60 minutes. 60 oh minutes. Not even just a massage. And I'm not talking about massaging the shoulders. You know, that's probably part of it. But we're talking about head to toe full massage that you're not going to get in a in an ethical massage parlor. I'm going I'm to tell you something funny. Because I'm like, I know I've been celibate for two years. So what had happened was. So that might not be the activity. Yeah, I don't think I, you know, it, it won't go well with me. We go, it, 60 seconds all, I'm going to give them. But. I was at a, a massage parlor and a little Asian, he was a little short Asian man. He was, had been 80 years old, but he was seasoned. He he could work mm-hmm. it out. So I went back to him. And this time he had me on the table. You know, you take you in the room with the curtains like that. He put he put me on the table. Yes. And I got on the table. And I'm laying there. So um, he came in. He came back in. And he said, whoa. I said, I looked up. because You know, my head wasn't that thing. And I looked up and I was like, what is it? Well, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to take my bra off. Oh, really? You're not? I, I was naked. I was like, hey, I look. I should take my bra off, too. I did, too. Uh-huh. And he said, whoa. I was like, what's wrong with you? But, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, and, you know, I didn't think twice about it. You yeah. know, it, it, that was, I'm going to get it the way I can get it. Right. So that right. was my thing. Oh, you know, that's so. funny. That's funny. Well, you know, and it's funny because, um, you know, that is my thing. My love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not involved in that is I got to go get a massage. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, I don't mean to make it sound creepy. I mean, you know, but it, I, I have to have that physical touch. And so that's my go to, okay. you know, to, to get that touch, to get a massage. You yeah. know, um, oh, nobody touched me right now. I'm I'm. I've been celibate for two years. Yeah. As I might be like, uh, what's his name? Was Joseph when he had to run out his clothes? Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, I need to make a distinction now. I don't want no misunderstandings. I don't go get the massage I'm recommending you guys to get. When <laughs> for the balance, yeah, I go get an ethical massage <laughs> <laughs> from the massage parlor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so 
so yeah, it, you, you have to know your limits. I, I, I totally get that. So if you mm-hmm. are, for those of you out there, you're celibate, do not do number three, which is the, the, the hour sensual massage. That is only if you are involved and you and your partner are like, nope, we are not celibate. Go for it. Yeah. If you are celibate, um, you know, my challenge would be to have a conversation. Now, I don't know. Is that violating the boundaries to, to be able to be willing to break the mold and have a conversation about well, sex? You don't need to talk about it. Now, I'm not talking about to another guy, somebody you'd be attracted to. I'm talking oh. about your girlfriends. Oh, you well, yeah. This is my, you know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because I think we need to destigmatize it and be willing to have conversations about sex, you know. And, and you know, we have our limitations, but... Mm-hmm. We just have so many blocks when it comes to it. And I'm like, y'all, we need to just break out of that. My grandmother. I love your grandmother. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She just put it to me like I came from a sexual family, you know, like Uh and then the women in my family are dominant. Mm -hmm. So uh, my grandmother, I could talk to her about anything. Um, I could talk to my mom about anything. As a matter of fact, when I before I wrote the book Taboo, I, I read it across my mom, and I was like, "Mom, what do you think about this?" You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm thinking God want me to write a book about uh, about taboo issues, but yet I'm a Christian. I'm celibate. She was right. like, "You know, I could see with you, you know, him doing that to you for uh, for you because." I'm giving it from both views, from both angles. Right. You know, from have been married mm-hmm. and then being single and then wanting to marry again. Yes. So um, that was the, 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 the thing. But, you know, even with her, I asked her a question. I'm not going to ask it because I probably can't write, <laughs> ask it here. <laughs> but I asked her, have you ever experienced this? She was like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So, you know. When I wrote it, I realized that there were a lot of women that don't know where the G spot is. Mm, yes, well, I, I guess I just told it a lot huh? too. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, and that's those are good terms. We can use those. Those are terms yeah. that are okay, right? Is that okay? <laughs> I think we can say that. Yeah, don't don't, don't shut us down. I meant y'all. to ask, what are don't the sh- words we cannot say <laughs> yeah. on this episode? Don't shut us down. <laughs> yes, yeah, no. A lot of women don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, and um, and that uh, that's one of the reasons why I think it's so important for us to be willing to have these conversations because some women don't even know that they don't know. Right. You know, right. right. You know, and a uh, very interesting episode of Orange is the New Black. Um, and this was, I think, season four. The women had no idea that what what their body makeup was down there. Mm-hmm. And they were shocked. And there was an episode where they're showing each other in the mirror. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I have more than one down. You know, I didn't you know, talk about. Yeah. More than one. What? Whole. whole. Yeah. Anyway, there's they didn't understand the makeup. They thought that, that they thought that where they pee from is the same oh. that for everything. Okay. That everything okay. happens there, you know. Oh, okay. And so there was not a clear understanding of even the body makeup. And if you don't even know that, you know, how can you really fully understand what you like sexually and and how to also for the enjoyment fully, of it? Because yeah. if we're if 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 this is a gift from God mm-hmm. for married people and then you're engaging in sex, you know, it's get past the little part of, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yes. It's enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, the song of Solomon, he had fun. Right. I he mean, had you a can lot tell of- it. <laughs> you can see it like he had fun. <laughs> yes. He had a lot of fun. Yes. So, um, so I think that it's, um, important for us to be willing to openly have these conversations um and they don't always mean that they have to be raunchy or mm-hmm. uh, you know anything like that it's it just intimacy it's part of life mm-hmm. literally <laughs> so um so we have a love note and we're gonna go into this love note love notes with dr pamela okay 
So this love note came to me anonymously from a woman we will call Donica. Tori Lynn, I'm going to need your feedback on this one. So not to, (laughs) but um, she says, Dr. Pamela, I've never really been big on sex. My husband is, and I want to please him, but none of, none of it is appealing for me. Is there anything I can do to change my feelings about sex or am I going to be this way forever? And I want a disclaimer, we're not sex therapists. And I think that might be one first step. But mm-hmm. what, what do, you, do you have any thoughts on that? I say get taboo. <laughs> I mean, cause I, cause, because I went there, you know, mm-hmm. because one thing that, that, that is true is that when, especially the Christians, mm-hmm. we grow up, uh, don't have sex, don't do this, don't do that, don't do And then in a church, help our brimstone, fornication. So yes. we're taught not to 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 enjoy sex not to have sex you know mm-hmm. and then we get married you know now what am i supposed to do how do you deprogram you have to deprogram yeah. yes absolutely so that's what another reason why i i wrote it is because like um it's just going back like i said starting with what is your sexy mm-hmm. what is your sexy mm-hmm. you know what's sexy about you start with you yeah start with you yes because if you can't uh, be in a room with your husband with with the lights uh, uh, on, mm-hmm. then there's a that's a problem already. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Just just own it. Just own it. You know, like I'm sexy this way, or this is what I like about myself, or whatever, mm-hmm. or have fun with it while you're losing weight, or whatever. Yes. So that's the thing. Um, I addressed it in taboo because so many were taught this is not an enjoyable thing mm-hmm. but song of solomon definitely said it is yes i mean he showed <laughs> us that this this is something and he yes. adored her and she adored him mm-hmm. and they enjoyed each other right so that's what i feel like i don't think that this is something like a permanent damage or like that unless your husband is raping you mm-hmm. or making you feel uncomfortable about yourself right then i would definitely uh seek a therapist number one and surely read and taboo. Read taboo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and there are some really good tips in there, and we with some of which we're, we're going to get into. Uh, but I also want to add to that, um, Donica. I love that you said to um, enjoy, have fun with it. Um, one of the things that I did right after I got divorced is um, I I got um, I signed up for a. Uh, pole dancing class mm-hmm. and and I probably should have done it maybe while I was married right <laughs> but you know I I did it after I was trying to find myself I was trying to but um but it was part of it wasn't necessarily part of me trying to figure out how I can better please somebody else it was me finding myself mm-hmm. it was finding my sexy and I was able to find my sexy on the pole mm. uh, <laughs> in the pole dancing class <laughs> and they and they have you know they had a chair dancing class I mean it was just but it allowed me to learn how to express myself sexually in a way that wasn't shameful and wasn't demeaning mm-hmm. it was fun mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is one if you can find like Tori Lynn said the fun mm-hmm. in it um, I think that is a really um, a great way now again I do recommend checking out, if you say you've just never been into sex and you've never enjoyed it, I would say, you know, definitely um, connect with a sex therapist. There yeah. are, they're out there. Because there's reasons. Some people yeah. get molested. Exactly. You know, some people, like I said, taught that it was the wrong thing or whatever. Right. So I think that um, definitely see a, a therapist because it is, it's, it's, guy called it good yes yes it's good it's yeah and it's enjoyable and it's a wedding gift right right so yeah so so there are there are things that can do you can do you ask the question am i going to be this way forever you don't have to be don't Um, have to be no so it, it but it does require that you are proactive um and that you're willing to step out of your comfort zone in order to change you know into 
what it is you desire to be. So think about that, ponder that, and we'll be right back on the live exchange. Now no, now no. Well, you'll see what happens. Sensation Station Network. All right, we are in the second hour of the live exchange, um, where we exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect every Thursday from 11 to 1. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today we are talking about the power of love and intimacy. And I'm joined here by author Tori Lynn, who's the author of Taboo um, and The Divorce. And what's the upcoming book? Uh, the journey. The, that's the one that's coming next. Oh, okay. And the journey. And so we're going to talk about those things. But we've been getting into um, just some different elements of love and intimacy. And um, we just had a, um, a question from somebody who was asking, is there anything I can do? Because I'm really not into sex at all. And is there anything I can do? And yes, there are things that can be done. And so, um, you know, so we are hoping that she will check out, um, you know, um, explore herself a little bit, a therapist, whatever is needed. But no, you do not have to stay that way. Um, so the book, um, I'm going to ask you to tell us a little bit more about the book. But there's a quote that I love from the book. So there's a husband, and you're in a conversation with this husband of four years, and he has two kids, I believe, is what it said. Um, and he says, I remember complimenting my wife. And what's interesting is we just had a question come up on Facebook with this exact Situation. Uh-huh. So, um, so we'll be able to answer your question um, for those of you who came up on Facebook. Um, but I remember complimenting my wife because I have a beautiful wife. But at one point, I stopped telling her because one time I said, "Baby, you are so beautiful," and she said, "I know." When she's non-receptive, I back off. I may get in my feelings. I would like her to show interest. You know, flirt back. What say you to this <laughs> scenario? Uh, excuse me. I thought it was funny when he said that because sometimes we as women, we had to try to build it, build ourselves up and, you know, try to compliment ourselves. And, you know, we speak that it starts with ourselves. It starts with me. Right. You know, we have to be self-confident. But yet we don't want to be arrogant and we don't want to be overly competent, competent, um, overly Conceded. arrogant or overly uh Insecure, the opposite. I don't know what I was already say, <laughs> but anyway, we want to make sure that you know we accept the compliment. Mm-hmm. If he if he's saying, "Baby, you're beautiful," and she comes back with, uh, "You know, yeah, I already know that," then that's crossing the line. Yes. you know that's crossing the Absolutely. line because we want the men to, to we want the men to uh, compliment us. We right. want them to say something. They, we, but then if we come back and be like, "Oh yeah, I know, I got it going on," or whatever like that, then it's gonna like like he said, he backed up. Yes, like okay, well then. Why would I compliment you if you're going to come back at me that way? Right. And that wasn't fair for her to do that. Yeah, yeah. And and what do you think triggered that? What kind of, what triggers responses like that? Is it that she truly knows or she's just she doesn't know how to receive a compliment? I personally, I know them. Okay. So I personally think she just really didn't know how to receive it. And she had just had a baby and she, she had just had another baby. So I think that she just didn't know how to receive it. Okay. You know, I think that she, and, and that was a thing, um, Along with being just had a baby, you know how it is when you emotionally go through yes. you have just having a baby mm-hmm. and you might have a little, which she, her body bounced back is perfect to me. But at the same time, I think she just didn't know how to receive it from her husband. Okay. And maybe she didn't believe it. Um, and I don't know her, but I'm, I'm thinking that sometimes when we say things like, I know it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're being, you know, you're, I think sometimes men need to switch up like that. 
well, like the uh, Stay Woke, mm-hmm. uh, 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 you just read the poem you just read. Yeah. I think that she's in a different season right now because mm. she just had a baby. So I think he has to switch with her and yeah. not take it personal. He stay in tune with her. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something about when you just had the baby was only six months old. Right. So if you just had a baby, you're going through these emotional, you know, this emotional turmoil or whatever like that. I think that he he has to shift with her. Yeah. And not take it personal. I, and that's, you know, and that's easy to say. It is. You know. <laughs> Because in all fairness, he, he, he may have thought he was shifting with her. She had this baby. She's feeling bad about herself. So I'm going to do whatever I can to build her up because mm-hmm. that's what men think. And not not men. I mean, that's what we think that we're supposed to mm-hmm. do. We're supposed to build our partner up mm-hmm. when they are struggling. And mm-hmm. so that's hard to, mm-hmm. to figure out the rhythm. But, but it is an important thing to be able to yeah. do, to follow. So, all right. We'll be right back. I'm Viola Davis. Did you know that one in five kids in America struggle with hunger? Growing up, I was one of those kids. But we can solve this. When we make breakfast happen for kids in our neighborhood, we have the power to end childhood hunger, create bigger, brighter school days, and healthier minds and bodies. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice. We're hungry for more. A message from the Albertsons Companies Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation. When it comes to saving money, don't act like a baby. Goo goo gaga. Be the boss and make a budget. I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. Or not. M2. Or not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. You use Tearless Baby Shampoo because it's gentle on your baby's eyes. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You always test the bath water to make sure it's not too hot. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You make sure she wears a helmet when she rides her bicycle. You put on his sunscreen, even when he's embarrassed his friends will see. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Is your child facing the right way in the car seat? Is the seat too big or too small? How do you know when it's time to move your child into the next type of seat? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. That's safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Having trouble finding Connor's middle school? Would you like directions? No. Why is Connor having trouble focusing in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm, I'm tired of fighting with him over homework. Home, walk, restaurant. Need a review? No, I need help. He's very smart, but his mind wanders. He's disorganized. I think I understand. Oh, good. Finding best potatoes for french fries. No! Russet, fingerling, Yukon gold. Why don't you understand me? 
Sorry, I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Frustrating, isn't it? Redirecting to understood.org. For the one in five kids with learning and attention issues, this is what life can feel like. ExploreUnderstood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues designed to help your child thrive in school and in life. Understood.org, because understanding is everything. Brought to you by Understood.org and the ad. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. Okay, so trending this week. Um, we uh, The movie Detroit came out, and it, it, it's it's... It was highly anticipated, and I have to say that I went to see it, and um, I didn't necessarily know what I was getting myself into. Um, and and I was I personally was highly disappointed. Um, I was traumatized. I sat there in the theater for a straight hour and a half of of trauma is what I experienced. Um, I thought it was just me, so I have to say that it was very affirming to hear that there were reviews um, that said similar, that, that said the same thing. So the consensus is that the director, Ka- uh, Catherine Bigelow, um, was irresponsible, I'm sorry, irresponsible, inaccurate, and exploitive in her depiction of the actual events, of events that happened in Detroit in 1967. This is from an article um, in the Huffington Post. Um, the reason um, that, this, that this article is basically saying that it was irresponsible and inaccurate is because the movie missed a lot of the elements that really happened that would bring dignity to the people that experienced, um, you know, the trauma of that time. So, um, because they actually went back and, and if you don't know the story, it's really the story of, um, how police officers, these police officers killed three young black men. Um, and, and it, but it talks about the real life. The article talks about in real life, how they went back and they stood for these men and how they had a trial in which Maya Angelou was present. And it's like, hello, how is this left out of the movie? So, um, I I didn't like it. It was, um, somebody used the term trauma porn. And I think that's exactly what it was. It was like trauma porn. It was like, we just want you to get off on having, seeing all these men getting beat up and abused. And that was the focus of, you know, you know, the, the extent to which, you know, how severely we can abuse these men and you're going to sit there and you're going to watch it. Um, what, what, what movie was this? This is Detroit. Oh yeah, it was, it was too much. It was too much, but, um, but I did hear some positive, you know, some people said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to see that. Um, but I, I just was not one of them. Um, President's approval rate is getting worse by the minute. Um, a political uh, morning consult poll finds that just 40% of regi- registered voters approve of the, tr- the job Trump is, Trump is doing in office. Um, but let him tell it, he's doing a superb job bigly. <laughs> um, now, Usher. We've heard all the stories. Usher has herpes. Usher doesn't have herpes. Usher has herpes. He gave me herpes. So these people are coming out saying that he gave them herpes. Usher hasn't said a word. I think maybe a week has passed, a week and a half has passed, and now he's speaking up. He's saying that um, he he may not have, well, reports are saying that he may not have herpes. And he's planning to file a defamation suit against one of his mm. accusers for bringing this out and accusing him. And if it's if he, in fact, does not have herpes, he will have a case. Wow. For sure. Um, Quantasia Sharpton held a press conference on Monday saying that she also slept with the singer, but she tested negative for herpes. Um, however, she's still uh, um, suing Usher for pain and suffering. I'm not really sure how that... I, she that, doesn't have herpes, but, but she's going to sue him for pain, pain and suffering. suffering. That 
good luck with that. Well, what size was he? I, mean, I yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, and maybe there could be a lawsuit for that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. So now Usher is denying being intimate with her, um, and so. I, you know, we'll know. We'll see how this whole thing unfolds. It sounds like a, a collection of hot mess to me. Um, now, if you'd like, you can lay your head on the same home of 45 when he was a child. Trump's childhood home is now available for rent on Airbnb for $725 a night. Um, a night? Yes. This was the pre-Trump Tower prerequisite of the White House. <laughs> you live there. You get to go to the White House. <laughs> but yes, it's on Airbnb for $725 a night. If you're interested, check it out. I don't know if I want that karma on me. but So those are our uh, trending topics for the week. And uh, we're going to get right back into this discussion. So um, we've had uh, quite a few comments on our Facebook feed. And I'm trying to catch up and make sure that I've, I've covered all of those. But I want to um, have you... Tell us what your book is about, who it's for, why would they want to read it? Well, just like the young lady that you mentioned earlier about her not being comfortable with sex, Mm -hmm. that is definitely a reason to read the book. Yes. Because, um, as I said, I wrote it, I I was a little off, like, God, I know you're not having me to write no book on sex, (laughs) and I'm celibate, I'm a Christian. So, uh, but it was still, again... From the standpoint of who, um, me being single, but have been married and look forward to getting married again. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then on top of that, I had a friend and I asked her, I said, hey, look, I've been waking up at 5.52 every morning. What's going on? I think God is wanting me to write another book, but I think it's on sex. She was like, well, yeah, and she doesn't go to church. (laughs) So she was like, I can see why, because we're taking half y'all's men. Mm. So I was like, whoa, okay. Well, because when, when men, um get married to this good girl mm-hmm. he had a life before he married a good girl uh-huh. so whatever the freaks were doing before he got married to the good girl his flesh may want that again okay so if she's not doing it and he wants to get it done he may venture out mm-hmm. so that's what she was saying is like you know and then you got the flip side some of the biggest freaks are in church yeah. you know but if he didn't if he doesn't have that person or if he thinks she's too freaky and like man how much experience do you have mm-hmm. you know it's it's one of those situations there but as far as oh, what that, that just struck a nerve because uh, it's okay for them to be too freaky yeah but it's not okay for a woman right. to be too freaky you know how men are Ugh. I mean, you know, no offense. Uh, sorry, I, and I don't know. I mean, is that, guys, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Like, you know, is that uh, a universal thought of men? If it can, does a woman need to kind of stop at a certain level of freakiness? Freakishness. Freakishness. <laughs> does she need to stop at a certain level? Is there a cap on how freaky she needs to be before you start wondering if she's just got uh-huh. way too much experience? I want to hear you. Call. Call. 678-613-5855. Five, seven. I'll give that number again. Six seven eight six one three five eight five seven. Is there a cap to freakishness? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a certain level? I want to hear the phone. I don't hear the phone. I don't hear the phone. Six seven eight <laughs> six one three five eight five seven. So we're gonna keep talking, but I definitely want to hear from our fellows on this. And you know, women too, whoever. Call. I want to know. So okay, I interrupted you rudely. Go ahead. <laughs> Do okay, guys. Do you have a cap 
Like, is there a certain body count or is there a certain, um, you know, like she don't need to be this experienced or would you like to explore this with your wife? How how old does she need to be? You know, just I would like to hear the same yeah. thing. Yeah, we're waiting. What do you we're think about from, that? And we'll continue the conversation while they are calling in because I want to hear this as well. So, um, so that's the question posed to you. Give us a call. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. Leaders aren't born, they're made. And not just anywhere, they're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world make a positive change in yourself and the world go to academyofcreativecoaching.com hey this is john legend hey what's happening master king speaking oh, this is can you dig it can you dig it when it comes to saving money don't act like a baby goo goo gaga be the boss and make a budget I'm the boss, baby. You're the boss of me. I am the boss of you. I'm not. M2. I'm not. M2. Need a little help? Aren't you going to do any work? I'm very busy delegating. Create a personalized savings plan. We can share. You obviously didn't go to business school. And get other tools and tips at feedthepig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stop for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with the text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. We do have one brave fellow who called in. He's on the line. Hello, who is joining us today? Hi, this is Michael Blaze. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little nervous about it. Oh, don't be nervous. Uh, I, <laughs> Where are you calling um, from? What's that? Where are you calling from? Washington State. All right, now. Okay, so what What are your thoughts? Um, I, I think I do have a limit, but I'm not really sure where that is because it's really hard to get her to 
to open up. Okay. I mean, I think I think I'm kind of. I mean, I'm 45. I think I'm I'm, I'm kind of freaky in my. Oh, oh, I can't believe I said that. No, it's cool. It's oh, cool, gosh. and I didn't mean to smile. You a freak, but because <laughs> you're you're yeah. No, you're good. But I was that. I was always that. I was well. I'm I'm originally from D.C. You know, so I was kind of square. You know, I was the guy. I did what my mother told me. I did what my grandmother told me. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, I was always back, you know, on the porch, you know, when the street lights came on. Okay. You know, so I didn't really have, you know, I didn't have, uh, for the lack of a better word, I didn't have the whole, I didn't have the freak. You know, I kind of stayed clean cut, you right. know. And um, that freak just popped up in there. I do have, there's things that I, I do want to do and experiment with, but it's, it's really hard getting her to open up. Okay. You know, to where we kind of both feel comfortable. And I did see your, your so, comment so on Facebook Live where you I, said that she's she she's just kind of got some other things that you guys are trying to work through. Yeah, I just okay. uh, it's just hard kind of. I mean, because she's got some emotional trauma from the past, right? You know, she was married before. You know, so I think we have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like those things that they keep cropping up. Like when I say, you know, oh, you're beautiful, or this, or that, or try to touch. Right. You know, she enjoys the touch. She en- enjoys being close. I mean, probably more, you know, maybe than I do being a man. She enjoys it more. But there's still, like, this wall right there that's, like, hard to break down. Because yeah. it'll crop up. You know, where it's just like, you know, I'll say you're beautiful or you're this or you're that. And instead of accepting it, it I get the opposite. Right. You know, and, and, I, I'm not that, like, she doesn't think she's beautiful. Right, and I was just about to say that it's probably an issue if she, she probably doesn't believe it. Um, and so, and, and as Tori had mentioned earlier, um, she has to find her sexy, um, and, and, and she needs to read Taboo. Yeah, I addressed it. I addressed <laughs> yeah. finding your sexy. But it, but it also may mean something much more in-depth, you know, you know, counseling and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And so, and which is much more than we can cover here. Mm-hmm. But, but stay with us. Um, we're going we're gonna to have to move into another segment. We're going to have to move into the research. Um, so th- all right, cool. Yeah, so thanks for calling. I'm going to continue to check your comments and, and try to respond to those. But thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Thank, and thanks for your advice. Okay. I think some of that will work. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> no problem. In the interest of science. Science, 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 science. Okay, so t- second hour science um, is brought to you by the Academy of Creative Coaching, empowering coaches to empower the world. So this study comes from the Journal of Psychology and Theology, and um, it looks at profound sexual and spiritual encounters among practicing Christians. It's a phenomenological analysis. So for, for, for research nerds like me, I love phenomenology, and what it is, it just means that we interview people. Um, who've all had the same experience and try to find common themes about how, what everybody has said about that experience. In this case, the experience is profound sexual and spiritual encounters. So everybody interviewed in this study has said that they've experienced a profound sexual and spiritual encounter. So not just sexual alone and not just spiritual alone, but but intertwined. So what's interesting um, is that they came up with 11 common themes um, about this experience and and what people said. And this may not be surprising, but we don't have a lot of information about how Christians, practicing Christians, experience sex. So what this study does is let us know what what their experiences are. So number one, 
they experienced a sense of wonder and amazement. So at times, um, you know, they felt wounded or self-critical before this happened. Um, but after this, they, they experienced, um, they were literally surprised by the level of joy that they felt. Um, so that's the sense of wonder and amazement. Number two, emotional cleansing. Um, one quote says, I cried brokenly. This is from a man. I cried brokenly all through sex. So it was it was an emotional cleansing. It was an experience of, you know, just so overwhelming. Um, number three, God's presence was evident. So God was experienced as a peaceful spirit. Now, this one was a little um, strange for me because um, some of the quotes, and I didn't put them here, but some of the quotes were like, I felt like um, God was caressing me. I felt like God was massaging me or and I even think one said penetrating, and I thought, oh, I don't know if I can. I don't know about that one, but <laughs> but um, they said that God's presence was evident in in the scenario. I can I can totally see God's presence being evident, but yeah, the, the I can see that too. Which some of them described. I don't know it. if I want to think about my daddy penetrating. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I just it's you think about yeah, God as your daddy. I can't. La, 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 la. Yeah, can't do it. Ah. I will, and I love the Lord, but I can't. I can't. So number four, intense union. Um, so they felt like they were one flesh. Number five, euphoria, emptiness overwhelmed with fullness. Um, number six, intense physical arousal. Um, they described it as very hot, wild, intense warmth. Um, number seven is transcendence, going beyond normal limits of their self. They lost time in space. They were just fully into um, the situation. Um, number eight, holistic involvement, meaning that from an emotional, physical, spiritual standpoint, all of that was fully involved in the process. Your face is hilarious. Number nine, <laughs> a sense of blessing and giftedness. They felt like this was a blessed and gener generous gift. Number 10, ineffable mystery. So it was a mysterious experience. And then number 11, a sense of sacredness and worship. They felt that this was a pure, clean, holy, and sacramental act. So um, when we come back, I'll tell you this, the after effects that they, they experienced. This was during. So I'll tell you the after when we come back. <laughs> So I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I, I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. There's a power you have within you unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just, just there. It drives you, compels you. You can not ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. RocketSports-One.com. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance, too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. 
Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. That's goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. Okay, so we were just talking about Christians' experiences with sex and all of that. Um, and I did promise to give you the last, um, the after effects of um, sex when it's, and basically what it is is the profound sexual and spiritual encounters among practicing Christians. After effects, what happens after they've had this profound experience? Number one, transformation and healing. Number two, empowerment and purpose. Um, Number three, passionate awareness and connection. Number four, affirmation of godly beliefs. Number five, great gratefulness. Like great gratefulness. Like I'm really grateful for you. (laughs) Grateful for the partner? For the partner. Grateful for the... For the sexual experience and the partner. So great gratefulness. And 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 then a sense of of gender equality, which I thought was really interesting because in the the experience, the partners were of the same worth and value. Um, It's something I never thought about, but that's that's pretty interesting. So we did have a response from somebody on the Sensation Station um, Facebook thread. Um, Des said that um, one partner is too many. One one partner is too many. (laughs) You're going to have to get him a... a a nun. Uh, well, and good luck with converting. The nun her. isn't going. She ain't going to do nothing with him. So, yes, one partner is one too many. One is too many. So, so yeah, he waited for her to be and born. And this is in answering the question of what is the cap? Because at one point, Tori said, you know, men don't want women to have too much experience. And I wanted to pose the question to men. I really, you know, what do you guys think? And so. Um, I think a couple of them have validated what you've said so far. (laughs) Um, But you asked a question during the break. You know, what if this is a woman who did have a lot of experience and she's done a lot of things? Maybe she was a stripper. Maybe she was a call girl or whatever. And she's done a lot of things in her past. But she's gotten kind of on the straight and narrow and is like, you know what? I want to settle down. I want to have a, a, a life with somebody, a more conservative life with somebody, and that somebody is you. And it turns out that she is the woman of your dreams. But then you find out about this. Do you just, you know, say, well, can't do it. You know, what do you do? And is somebody chiming in? Because I'm really curious about this. Because if men are saying that one is one too many Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right now, th- this world is so everything is about sex. Yeah. Or sexy. Everything on social media is about sex or sexy. Right. Or um. But I think that's just him. I don't think I don't think that's that he's representative 
of, of majority of the no, men. Yeah. I, I seriously doubt it. Um, Poor thing. But, <laughs> I mean, because I, I mean, he, 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 I don't know how he's going to find that. Yeah, and he might have been being sarcastic. Because I'm like, really, dude, like you have to know that there's. <laughs> No. But but what I will say is that, you know, and I said this during the break, too, that, yes, she may have had a lot of experience. I think what's important is finding out where she is now and whether or not you're comfortable with where she is now. Because I promise you that experience that she's had that you're turning a, your nose up to can benefit you in ways that you probably didn't even know you can benefit. So, yeah. <laughs> so you might, you Let's know. Let's say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> so you might want to be careful about, you know, what you, because it's Don't interesting. Freaks, right. And because it's interesting, because just like you said in your book, a lot of men get very frustrated that their women won't do X, Y, or Z. And, and then, so they turn right away to the woman that will, well, guess what? You can have the woman that, that will do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. but you can't look at her some kind of way, you know, right. because she's able to do just that. Because, yeah. <laughs> I think that, and then again, we don't want to with the double standard. It's a call or text six seven eight six one three five eight five seven. She took my line. Oh, but it's cool. no, 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 you're good. Oh. <laughs> I just yes, took it over. Call right? or text Sorry. seven eight six one three five eight five seven. Get in on the conversation. I think that men need to just really, you know, this is something to think about, especially single men. This is something to really think about because if you marry a girl and then she, you married a freak, you know, would you be appreciative of her? Would you be grateful for her? Or would you be turned off that she's experienced? That it sounds like insecurity and it sounds like some, some counseling is needed if that is the case. In my yeah, opinion. that's his problem. Yes, that is his problem. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us. You got a little time to get get ready to dial that number six seven eight six one three five eight five seven. There's a power you have within you, unlike any other. You can't explain it. It's just just there. It drives you compels you. You can not ignore it. Do you feel it? It's that power that tells you you can do the absolute impossible. The power that tells you you're more than what you currently are. The power that tells you it's time. Launch. Move. Skyrocket your life with Rocket Sports One Fitness Gear. Rocketsports-one.com connected than ever before. 90% of America's students use some form of social media, but not all of it's used in a good way. Hurtful posts online are leading to social isolation for many. Psychologists say it's bullying in a brand new way. Well, beyond differences in I Keep Safe are looking to change that with ideas for students, their parents, and even teachers. Take the pledge to be kind online and learn more at wearekindonline.com. Major key alert. Life is like school. You will be tested. So pass it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at getschool.com. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. We have a caller on the line who's calling. This is Lowell Smith. Hey, Lowell Smith. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Where are you? Definitely want to chime in on the topic today. (laughs) Where are you calling from? (laughs) Atlanta. Atlanta. All right. What's your question or your thoughts? Well, um, definitely want to um, uh, not really, I guess, debate the other person's uh, point of view, but just saying that it's definitely a personal choice of what 
and the individual feel is their cap. Um, I don't know if there's necessarily a, a right or wrong or, or answer here, uh, but I do think it's a little bit closed-minded if you are at a certain age in life and you're feeling you're only going to meet someone that's, you know, for lack of a better term, at a, at a low body count, if you will. <laughs> um, but ultimately, I think that um, for the most part, men, and I don't really speak for all men, but we do kind of go into situations understanding that, you know, if, if you're in your 30s or 40s or whatever the case may be, you're not finding 40-year-old virgins. No. No, you're going to go to the 18-year-old pool. Yeah. <laughs> true. It's, uh, you may want a certain type of, of of woman, per se, but, you know, this is 2017. I mean, the reality is, is that, uh, especially today, um, people are um, exploring their sexuality a lot more, you know, and the, the mm-hmm. day and age of, uh, marrying your your first love and your high school sweetheart and living happily ever after. Not saying that those days are over, but um, it's it's a little bit more realistic to have the expectation that you know people are going to be way more experienced later on in life. Yeah, and there's one thing that I say often is that this is the first generation that I can recall where we are more liberated to to get divorced to get remarried, to leave situations that are not healthy. Um, And so we are, just by that alone, are going to be a more sexually experienced cohort than previous generations because that cohort stayed married. And, And they, you know, not that they didn't step out on the marriage, but they stayed married. And even if they did step out of it, it was a cohort, a covert thing. You know, it wasn't just, oh, we're just out there doing our thing as our generation is more prone to do. It's about, you know, it's, what is it that we say? I'm doing me. I'm doing me. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. And unfortunately, there, well. there, there does seem to be a double standard, though, yes. um, and I, I'm well aware of it, that, yes, men do have these expectations, but secretly, you know, I don't believe... You know, there's a guy out there that, especially who's uh, a little bit more seasoned in life, is willing to start, you know, teaching someone all over again type thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like in the surface, or on the surface, you you want a, a presentation, mm-hmm. but behind closed doors, you want something totally different. Right. That's that's very interesting. <laughs> that is very interesting. Well, thank you so much for calling. Um, we are, we're going to go ahead and continue the conversation, but um, hopefully we can continue the conversation on Facebook Live as well. So thank you so much. Okay. All Bye-bye. right. <laughs> Bye. Okay. So very interesting standpoint. What are your thoughts about that? You know, you, you present yourself one way in public, but you, you know, Got to have some other kind of demeanor in like the bedroom. Like to say a woman in the streets, but a freak in a bed. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very scholarly way of saying <sighs> saying that, yes. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> a scholarly and uh, ludicrous way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and we hear it in songs, and yeah, yeah. And that's what the guys want. What do women want? Do you know, do we have, and it's funny because the majority of our respondents over here, um, you know, both on, you know, the Sensation Station and the, the, there are men. They're chiming in. They're chiming in. They're chiming in. Uh-huh. The women are just kind of like, 
just listening, just yeah. watching, just yeah, watching, <laughs> laying low <laughs> through the blinds. <laughs> but I would love to hear a woman's perspective. Um, give us a call, 678-613-5857. Does a man have a cap on his level of experience? I know we were talking about the body count, but what about just skill level? You know, is there a cap or is there a cap that's too low? Or what about the patients? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's so, a big thing as well. Right. Absolutely. So, so chime in on that. We'll be right back. <laughs> JBT 700 Miami Circle 30324. It's not a chain. It's a chain reaction. Invest $49 a month at a real gym. For more info, go to facebook.com forward slash jeans body tech. Great leaders aren't born they're made and not just anywhere they're made in special places by special qualified trainers in places like the academy of creative coaching the academy of creative coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching spiritual coaching relationship coaching executive coaching life coaching and cultural competency coaching courses are online hybrid or face-to-face the academy of creative coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to academyofcreativecoaching.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've accidentally cut your daughter's bangs unevenly. Do you A, line things up a centimeter from her hairline? Man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. No, 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 no. Sweatbands are so hot right now. Everyone's wearing them. Like that basketball player and that other basketball player. B, get spiritual. Mom, where did all the mirrors go? A reflection could never capture our true selves. Huh? Beauty is within? Um. C, look on the bright side. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or D, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have to... Ta-da! Twinsies! I kind of love it. (laughs) As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Coming to Tampa Bay, I said we want to win a Super Bowl, and I believe we will. From IamSecond.com. We came close, but never really did win that championship. Former NFL head coach Tony Dungy. At the end of my sixth year, I was fired, and it was one of the biggest disappointments of my life. Next year, I'm in Indianapolis, get to the playoffs, but get knocked out again. And for the next couple of years, it's the same thing. Everyone is saying Colts are never going to win one. And I did wonder why didn't it pan out the way I thought it would. But I determined that I had to have Christ first and that everything else came below that, including my own desires. The next year, that ended up being our year to to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And it was a wonderful feeling. Every decision I make, I'm going to make it through the lens of Jesus Christ. And he guide us to that ultimate victory. I'm Tony Dungy, and I am second. It's big business. This is the American All right, welcome back to the Live Exchange. Uh, Give us a call and get involved in this conversation. 678-613-5857. You can text 
If you don't want your voice on the radio, um, you can text 678-613-5857 or call. It is up to you. Um, or join us on the Facebook live stream on Sensation Station Network. Um, and you can join in the conversation. So we did get a text that came in. And the question in the text was, what do you do if your partner is not as romantic as you are? I'm I'm a I'm gonna tap into you for this one. <laughs> Any ideas? Any ideas? My taboo. <laughs> you know what? Um, and the reason why I say because I did address that as well because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't know how to be romantic. Mm-hmm. You know, if we especially if we've never seen it, right? You know, if our parents has never been really romantic in front of us, or um, if we have never seen what it's like, because no, normally, especially black women, we normally see our mothers, you know, take care of business and mm-hmm. being, you know, wearing all these hats or whatever. We don't sometimes we don't see the the feminine side of her, yeah, or the relaxed side of hers. We don't see it, mm-hmm. and so. Um, so that's what I did address in Taboo is if you don't even really know what to do, sometimes it don't have to be expensive. Yeah. You know, sometimes if you, like I addressed it in one part of the book, or there was a lady I know that went to her husband's job just to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked when she told me this, but she went to her <laughs> husband's job with a... With a, a just a, the robe and... Yeah, you know, the with the coat on. Yeah, yeah. The long mm-hmm. coat on. Mm-hmm. So when he comes and he's ready to walk her to the car, she's like, you know, she was like, hey, look at this, you know, and it was something <laughs> so new. Very subtle. So it's just something, yeah, just something new, something fun, something funny, um, shocking. I'm, you know, the, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be expensive at all. It could just right. be a simple picnic in the room and then let it start from there but i think you're you're talking to the person who gets the romantic part and their partner is not romantic so they're trying to figure out how do i get my partner to be more romantic how do you get well number one by by taboo (laughs) number one but also um maybe if you show more uh show more drop hints when it some people don't get hints mm-hmm. but there's ways that you even communication i think communication is key. if you don't it's, if they don't know that they're not romantic enough and you're not saying it then it's kind of like it's kind of falling back on you because you have to say this is what i like mm-hmm. this is what i don't like you know or if you want to be coached or whatever like that this is what i like yeah and if they don't know that all this time i thought that i was doing something good mm-hmm. and this is not what you liked or you know you want to be touched this is one of your your love languages or you know even go online and take the the loved it not loved air um the love language I was questionnaire just, that was going to be my recommendation yeah. yeah because your her 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 uh hers might be you know, acts of kindness mm-hmm. where she likes to get cards where yours may be physical touch. Right. But if she doesn't know that that's something you need, mm-hmm. then, then you're going to be, you're going to have a problem for not communicating. Right. Yeah. And that was exactly what I was going to say is, is you have to know each other. So your interpretation of what romantic is may not be your partner's interpretation mm-hmm. of what romantic is. Right. Now I don't know the, the gender of the person who, um, who, you know, asked this question. Um, but you have to be able to know right. that your, your partner's preference, you know, and so, and how they interpret romanticism so it may not be that they're not romantic but Mm -hmm. it may mean that they do like physical touch and that is their way of expressing Mm -hmm. romance and so that's something that's really important to know um so we'll be right back we're gonna go to break stay with us on the live exchange hi i'm viola davis did you know that one in five kids in america struggle with hunger growing up i was one of those kids But we can solve this. When we make breakfast happen for kids in our neighborhood, we have the power to end childhood hunger. 
Create bigger, brighter school days and healthier minds and bodies. Go to hungeris.org and lend your time or your voice. We're hungry for more. A message from the Albertsons Companies Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. All right, welcome back to the live exchange. We are talking about the art of love and intimacy, and we have a caller on the line who's with us. Hello, caller. I think we lost the caller. Well, give us a call back, 678-613. Oh, you're there. You're there. Who are we speaking with? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, yes, it's Robert. (laughs) Hey, Robert, where are you calling from? Hey, Tori, how you doing, babe? Hi, how are you? (laughs) Where are you calling I'm from? Fine. Uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Okay, cool. Get all over the place, all over. Hey, so, Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> so, what 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 do you have to say about this whole topic? Can you say that again? What, what do you, What do you want to say? I, I can't hear you guys. Oh, you can't and hear. It's like y'all are like coming in like. Maybe uh, I should try going outside. Okay. Well, can you hear me now? What I'm just want to know why you called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw you on Facebook and called in. You said called in. You made like a question like do men want to be coached sexually and then yeah. like I heard y'all talking about romance. That's yeah. a very important factor. Yes. Absolutely. So what do you, do you uh, think But it's that... more than just... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay. It's more than just romance though. Uh, in my case, I've been married almost 10 years. Okay. Maybe 10 years in October. Nice. Uh, it's more than just romance. It's uh, keeping the spark in the relationship. It's uh, that woman know that you still love her as much as the day you first married or the day y'all first started dating. Yes. You know? Yeah. Better than I know that she's still the most important person in your life. You know, because after kids, you know, things can fade, uh, things can dry out, but things can, you know what I mean? Right, right. Absolutely. I, it, it's interesting because I just had a conversation with a woman this morning. She asked, um, what's the show about today? And I said, well, we're talking about love and intimacy and sex. And, and she said, yeah, that is so not a problem in my life. And I've been married 15 years, been with the same man 15 years, and that is not lacking in my world. And I was like, I love it. All right. You go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Do you have any um, uh, final, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. Do you have any last thoughts? In Any last ten, ten seconds? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, thank, thank you. you so no, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. You know, men. Okay. You know, men. We just have to. You know, that's what I'd like to call the romantic warriors. You okay. know, you have to. I love it. You have to tell your woman you love her every day. You have to still tell her she's beautiful. You have to say the same thing it took to get your baby hooked. Okay. The same thing it takes to keep her. Yep. <laughs> romantic right. warriors. Don't in the world. Hashtag romantic <laughs> warriors. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Robert. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that um, I wanted, there was another scenario that I, I have to bring up, and it was you speaking with your grandmother about and and I'm just gonna find it. Okay. Um no 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 that's not it. Okay. Um 
And you guys were talking about a, a man who wanted advice about oral sex. And, oh, here it is. Um, okay, so you say, there's a guy who wants to know what he can do to get his wife to perform oral sex on him. Grandma says, has it always been that way, or did she suddenly stop? Um, you say, I don't know, but reading between the lines, it sounds like it stopped. Grandma says, you can get all the advice in the world, but the real reason she stopped is because she doesn't like she him doesn't anymore. Like anymore. Yeah. We women don't touch things we don't like. Woo! Now he needs to go back and find out why. We don't just stop doing things that we know our husbands like. There is a why. He needs to find it, and he needs to fix it. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty That's pretty deep. You know how, how older women, they have that wisdom. Yes. And I was just going through, and she said, what are you typing on there? And I said, this guy want to know how he can make his, you know, wife, get his wife to perform oral sex on him. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, she don't like him anymore. Hmm. And so I didn't think about it to, after she said, just think about it. Yeah. We women don't touch things that we don't like. Yeah. So um, when she said that, it just made so much sense. If she was doing oral sex before they got married, and mm -hmm. then suddenly she stops, okay, there he has to go back and trace it. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, she stopped What's here. the pattern? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then, okay, something in that area, she because, you know, we can shut down. We can do the silent treatment or whatever. And so hopefully, you know, now that we're over 40, yeah. we can get past that and just more communicate. But You'd hope. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> But um, but if she just suddenly stopped, because you know what's going to make what's going to get upsetting is if he stopped as well, right? You know, so I think that um, I think my grandmother was totally one hundred percent right when she said he has to go back and find the way. Uh, why? And that's sad that we have to tell him that's our advice. Hey, look, you've done something, and mm -hmm. go back and trace it right. instead of her just communicating it. But, well, that's um, the last thing that's going to come to a, a guy's mind, a person's mind that he she's not doing this because she doesn't like me anymore because mm -hmm. nobody wants to think about mm -hmm. that you know that maybe it's me maybe I'm the yeah. reason why you know this is you know so I, I think that's really profound advice yeah um, it was. you know because there is I, I can see some truth to that mm -hmm. definitely um so one other thing that I wanted to mention is you know, one of one of the things that is lacking in our society, in my opinion, is conversations about sex when we are youth and when we're in our younger years. So um, when we talk about middle school, high school, um, in other cultures, they actually get trained to engage in um, sexual behavior and how to do that, and, and they, they actually get trained for it. So one of the traditions um, in Zimbabwe, and it's the um, Faremba people, um, at the point of menstruation, girls are taught social norm cultural norms, including dating, sexual contact, um, you know, all of those things. They're taught actually how to have sex with their husbands at the point that they start their periods. Boys, they're circumcised. Um, both are circumcised, but they don't have any sexual training. It's, they're, they're trained to hunt and all of those things. So I think it's a very interesting difference there. Mm -hmm. um, it gets as specific as these young women are taught the art and splendor of sex. Um, during sexual conduct, a rainbow woman is expected to be sexually active. She has to know styles of gyration. A woman is taught how to move her waist. Um, for instance, one is asked to lie on her back, looking up, supporting herself by her hand and legs. Directly under her waist placed is some hot ashes, and she is asked to suspend herself so that she won't be burnt. And sometimes um, they use a needle to prick her waist while she's laying above the stated position. These are all methods to teach her to move her waist as much as possible. It's a way of giving um, sexual it's a uh, training 
Um, they're also taught rules. Um, they must cite the man's recite the man's totem during sex to arouse pleasure. Um, she's also expected to carry with her um, some herbs to enhance the sexual experience. Um, she's taught how to stretch her her genitals, and they do this um, because it's meant to hold his genitals into place. So they're taught all of these things. They stretch them yeah. to hold them in place. Yes. So I thought you were supposed to keep it tight. That that's not the genital I'm talking about. Oh, so. <laughs> but I'll tell you the article if you guys want to look it up. It is um, it's called Comba uh, Girls Initiation Right and Enculturation Among the um, uh, Zimbabwe, and I'll I'll give you guys information about that. But that is interesting because we don't even. We don't do that here. And I just wonder, and, and as a result, and towards the end of the article, it talks about how desirable these women are because they know what they're doing and they know they have to please their man. Now, there are they definitely pros and cons to this because there are some oppressive, you know, ramifications mm-hmm. for this without a doubt. Um, and on the other hand, women that I know, I've known, I know women from Zimbabwe who say, oh, no, we know what we're doing. And so to have that level of confidence it's something that I I would love to you know to yes. be that lo- you know so um, but but how they got it I don't necessarily know that I want to go through that training so <laughs> so um, but yeah so how do we find you authortoryland.com okay and the hashtag is authortoryland my social media is authortoryland um authortoryland.com all right all right so we'll make sure that we post all of that so you guys can have it um choosing to be sexually and romantically intimate with an awakened woman takes masculine courage to walk freely into the unknown but it will be benefits beyond your mind's comprehension those magnificent words written by sophie bashard on facebook she's so so she bashford intuitive so check it out if you want to read the whole thing thank you for tuning into the live exchange where we exchange compelling dialogue around love politics and intellect join us thursday next week 11 to 1 right here on the sensation station where i will be joined by a group of women who are changing the community um you don't want to miss this one i'm dr pamela and remember love yourself to life dance confidently in the dark and dream wildly unrealistic dreams have an amazing week